Chopper, come on in. Break the news to Archer's wife, Sam? Uh-huh. kind of a gun do you carry? None. I don't like him much. You don't just happen to have one on you. Search me. Turn the dump upside down if you want to. I won't squawk if you got a search warrant. Why were you tailing Floyd Thursby, Sam? I wasn't. Archer was. For the swell reason that we had a client who was paying good money to have him tailed. Who's the client? Sorry, I can't tell you that. You didn't go to Archer's house to tell his wife. I called up and the girl from your office was there and she said you told her to go. What are you leading up to? Just this, Spade. Floyd Thursby was shot down in front of his hotel about a half an hour after I talked to you. Oh. I came into my apartment just a few minutes ahead of you. I was walking around, thinking things over. I knew you weren't here. I tried to get you on the phone. Where'd you walk to? Just around. Thursby die? Yeah. How'd I kill him? I forget. He was shot four times in the back. Hotel people know anything about him? Nothing. Except he'd been there a week. Alone? Alone. You find out who he was? What his game was? No, I thought you could tell me that. <laughs> I've never seen Thursby dead or alive. Now, look, Spade. You know me. If you did get Thursby, you'll get a square deal from me. And most of the breaks. I don't know that I'd blame you a lot. Man that kills your partner. But that wouldn't keep me from nailing you. That's fair enough. Now, would you mind scramming? I got some thinking to do, and I'd like to get a little sleep before daylight. <laughs> Yeah, this is Sam Spade. Oh, I was just going to call you. Where are you? Well, the coronet on California Street, apartment 101. What's that? The name's Miss LeBlanc. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll be right out. <laughs> I have a terrible, terrible confession to make. That, uh, that story I told you yesterday was all just a story. Huh. Oh, that. Well, uh, <laughs> we didn't exactly believe your story, Miss, uh... Is your name Wonderly or LeBlanc? It's really O'Shaughnessy, Bridget O'Shaughnessy. Oh. Well, Miss O'Shaughnessy, as I said, we, we didn't exactly believe your story. We believed your $200. Oh? Yes, you see, you paid us too much to be telling the truth. You knew that when you accepted the money? Oh, I suspected it. I was positive when Joel Cairo called on me. Joel Cairo? Yeah. Yeah, he seems interested in Floyd Thursby, too. What did he say? About what? About me? Nothing. Well, what did he talk about? Well, he offered me $5,000 for a black statuette of a bird. He was pretty sure I had it or knew where it was. Do you? Oh, I think I know someone who does, and... $5,000 is a lot of money. But right now, the police are trying to find out who hired us to tail Floyd Thursby. Mr. Spade, do they know about me? Oh, I don't think they do. I've been able to stall them so far. Must they know about me at all, Mr. Spade? Couldn't you manage somehow to shield me from them? Maybe. But I'll have to know what it's all about. I can't tell you now. Later I will, when I can. You must trust me, Mr. Spade. Oh, I, I'm so alone and afraid... I've got nobody to help me if you won't help me. Be generous, Mr. Spade. You're strong. You're brave. You can spare me some of that strength and courage, surely. <laughs> Sister, you don't need much of anybody's help. You're good. Chiefly your eyes, I think, and that 
throb you get in your voice when you say things like, be generous, Mr. Spade. All right. I deserve that. But the lie was in the way I said it, and not at all in what I said. Ah, now you are dangerous. Still, Cairo offered me $5,000. It's far more than I could ever offer you if I must bid for your love. <laughs> yeah, that's good coming from you. Have you given me any of your confidence, any of the truth? I can't go ahead without more confidence in you than I have now. Can't you trust me just a little while? Well, how much is a little? And what are you waiting for? I must talk to Joe Cairo. Oh. Well, you can see him tonight. I know where to reach him. Oh, he can't come here. I can't let him know where I am. I'm, I'm afraid. Yeah, we'll all meet at my place, then. All right. I'm delighted to see you again, Mr. Shaughnessy. I was sure you would be, Joe. Mr. Spade told me about your offer for the Maltese Falcon. How soon can you have the money ready? Oh, it is ready. You are ready to give us $5,000 if we turn the Falcon over to you? I shall be able to give you the money as soon as uh, the bank opens in the morning. But I haven't got the Falcon. Then why did you send for me? Because I'll have it in another week. Yes? Where is it? Where Floyd hid it. If you know where he hid it, why, why must we wait a week and why are you willing to sell it to me? I'm afraid. After what happened to Floyd, I'm afraid to touch it except to turn it over to somebody else right away. Exactly what did happen to Floyd? The fat man. Gutman? Is he here? I don't know. I suppose so. Uh, if you two let me interrupt for a second, I can answer that. Gutman is here. How do you know? Because he called me and asked me to see him. Have you? Not yet. I thought that after our friend Cairo here left, I'd find out just how you and I stand before I took on any more clients. Now, do you know how you and I stand, Sam? Yeah. If I can believe anything about you. But you're such a liar. I am a liar. I've always been a liar. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't brag about it. Was there any truth at all in that yarn you were telling me about Thursby and the Falcon? Some. Not very much. Well, we've got all night before us. Oh, I'm, I'm so tired. So tired of lying and thinking up lies and not knowing what is a lie and what is the truth. I wish... Now look, honey. I think I'd better have a talk with Gutman in the morning. Now, Mr. Gutman, shall we talk about the falcon? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> By all means, Mr. Spade, but first, sir, answer me a question. Are you here as Mrs. O'Shaughnessy's representative? Well, there's nothing certain about it either way yet. It depends. Maybe it depends on Joel Cairo? Maybe. The question then, Mr. Spade, is which you'll represent. It will be Mrs. O'Shaughnessy or Mr. Cairo? I didn't say so. Who else is there? There's me. <laughs> oh, well, that's wonderful, sir, wonderful. I do like a man who tells you right out he's looking out for himself. Don't we all? Uh-huh. Now, let's talk about the Blackbird. Let's, Mr. Spade. Have you any conception of how much money can be got out of that Blackbird? No, but you just tell me what it is, and I'll figure out the profits. 
You mean you don't know what that bird is? I know it's black enamel and about a foot high, and I know the value in human life you people put on it. Mr. O'Shaughnessy didn't tell you what it is? He offered me... Cairo didn't either? He offered me 10,000 for it. Do either of them know what that bird is, sir? What is your impression? Well, there's not much to go by, but uh, I don't think so. If they don't know, I'm the only one in the whole wide, sweet world who does. Good. And when you tell me, there'll be two of us. <laughs> Mathematically correct, sir. But I don't know for certain that I'm going to tell you. Well, you think again and think fast. You'll do your talking today. You're through. What are you wasting my time for? I can get along without you. That remains to be seen, Mr. Spade. There are ways. And there's another thing. Keep that gunman of yours away from me while you're making up your mind or I'll kill him. <laughs> Well, sir, I must say you have a very violent temper. Take it over. You got till five thirty. Then you're either in or out for keeps. Wilma, I'm gonna kill that guy. I could have done it easy when he was standing there with his back to me. Of course you could, my boy. But business before pleasure, and we'll be seeing Mister Spade again before five thirty. Falcon, starring Peter Lorre, Sidney Greenstreet, Mary Astor, and Humphrey Bogart. Act two in just a moment. But first, here's a word from our hostess, Lady Esther. Some weeks ago, I was being shown through a shipyard, one of the largest in the country, and stopped to chat with a young woman wearing a safety mask. It gave her a stern, rather severe look. But when she removed the mask to chat with me, she was young and blonde and very lovely. Her skin looked so dainty and fresh that I just couldn't resist saying, My, you look as though you just stepped out of a bandbox. She laughed and said, Oh, wife, I've been on the job since early this morning, and I haven't even had time to repot a...